Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. So good to see you in the house. It's good to see anybody in the house uh, this morning. I came out of my office this morning. I'm like, yes, people are here. Amen. Praise God. So, uh, man, we know there's a lot of uh, folks battling sicknesses and battling all this going around, flus and viruses and those types of things. And so we're going to pray for all those folks in a moment. But uh, I'm glad you're here. I really am. Just tell your neighbors, I'm, I'm glad you're here this morning. Let them know. Say, I'm glad you're here this morning. And um, excited to have you. And I know we have a lot of folks joining us this morning online. And so again, just always are so thankful for the opportunity to minister to you right wherever you're at this morning. And so again, we know many are worshiping with us that way as well. And so again, but if it's your first time, always, we just want to say we're glad you're here. So if it's your first time in-house, at home, I'm just excited you're worshiping today with us. And so faith family, let all of our first-time family know you love them this morning. Would you let them know it? Amen. <clears throat> so uh, again, as we do have said several out this morning, if you are here, that means you got to say amen twice as loud. All right. So uh, come on. Amen. And uh, but I, again, I'm glad you're here. If you're new here again, just jump in, become a part of what God's doing. Uh, again, we just are so thankful for how God's moving here at Faith Renewed and uh, just excited about what he's doing. Amen. Well, let's do this. He might bring a Bible to church on the first Sunday of the new year. Amen. First Sunday of the new year. Do this if you would. Go with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. Thank you. And we have, uh, have, a, have a few folks who are this excited about the word. Anybody else excited about the word this morning? If you're excited about the word at home, would you do this? Would you say in the comments, just go ahead and say, hey, I'm excited. I'm here. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Hit the love button, heart button, whatever it is that you, you're worshiping on. But if we do this, we always have a version live event taking place. So if you're a version Bible app user, I'd encourage you to do this. Just click right there on the more and then events, and you can actually find Faith Renewed there and be able to follow right along with me. And again, so glad you're able to worship with us at home. We know that's the way many are worshiping today with us, and uh, again, I'm just praying for you. But let's just uh, read the word together. Hebrews chapter 6. I want to read verses 1 through 3. If you've got it, say, I have it. If you've got it at home, say, I have it. All right. Verse 1. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. All right. So just Think on that for a second. Again, these are elementary, elementary, I can't even say it. Amen. Elementary principles of Christ. He said this, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of, the bapti of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. Let's pray. I mean, like, we might need to pray to that because you're like, man, this is going to be an interesting morning. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you for what you're going to do in this room. And uh, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for bringing each person who's able to be with us 
today in this house, God. We just pray your blessings over them, cover them, protect them. And, Lord, for all those who are joining us today online, our family who's gathered with us, Lord, we just pray your blessings today over them. Lord, we pray for healing today in this body, God. We pray for healing today in this family. And I, we just curse right now in the authority that you've given us. We speak to mountains, so we speak to viruses and sicknesses and germs, and that every germ and virus that touches this house, this body, dies instantly in the name of Jesus. And so we just release healing. Healing today over all your people, God. Strengthen today, God. Let your glory come. Let your kingdom come. Or let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, would you say it? Amen. Amen. Remember, twice as loud. <clears throat> Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. Well, Happy New Year. Come on. Happy New Year. I uh, did not get to tell you that this past Friday night. And, uh, man, early Saturday morning, we didn't get to worship in the New Year together. First time in many years we haven't done that. But Happy New Year. I'm, I'm glad that you're here. And I know this year, 2022, starting off a little bit rougher for a lot of folks. And uh, so, again, um, I'm thankful you're here. But this is one of those weeks where, like, you know, you're starting a, a new season, a new year, new time frame. And, and it was tough to actually be thinking about even, you know, in this new year even have to be thinking about and wondering like are we going to be able to have church today I mean, you know, it's tough to even to think about that in that way. Again, are we going to be able to open up the doors? Or people are asking, is it going to be live stream only? Will it be, will it be here or whatever? You know, and it's tough. And I, I want to say this. I want to thank every person. We have, if you don't know this, we have what we call here at Faith Renew Dream Teams. And Dream Teams are our serve teams who are so, so incredible, who help make happen what happens here each and every week. And so, again, I just want to take a moment and just say thank you. We had our Dream teams again jumping over it's kind of like doing dual royals uh pastor louis was texting me this week as he was getting texts from from those on the dream team there and the host team it was like man another one's down you know we've we've let's pray for this one they just texted me and said that they're not able to be here let's pray for them and i you know and the verse came to mind uh two or more gathered in his name i was like it may be me and you pastor louis but we're gonna beat them but now again so many more are here but again this is happening kids ministry still happen our faith kids dream team man I mean, was working extra hard, putting classes together to make this happen. So again, if you're a part of a dream team here, thank you. I truly appreciate you and all that you do. Yeah, go ahead and give yourself a hand. If you're not on a dream team, give those a, a hand around you. Amen. So thankful for you. <clears throat> and if you want to learn how to become part of one of our dream teams here, don't forget, sign up for Faith Trap. Kicking off, be having that next week. And so, again, learn more about how you can become a part of what God's doing here. Amen. We need you. And uh, you need to be a part of this thing. So, again, thank you for what you're doing. Um, also, if you, if, I was super excited. Uh, last week in the Wine Series, man, I, I, I shared... Uh, kind of like, you know, kind of tying up Christmas and putting all that together with a beautiful little bow, I hope. And uh, why Christmas part two? And one of the challenges that I gave you was like in 2022 to read the Bible through. And uh, I was, I'm going to be honest, blown away in a good way by how many people have said, man, I'm going to do that. And so again, if you have accepted the challenge to read the Bible through in 22, day two, you're in it right now. And I just want to say I'm excited about what you're, again, going to learn and grow and how you're going to growing God. I will say this though, you, you may be tempted to like while you're in church, like catch up. 
Come on. <clears throat> yeah, I know how this works. I know how this works. You may be intimidated by you. Like, man, I'm in God's house. Amen. What better way to spend time? And, and uh, I, would, I would ask you, please, uh, save that. Save those, save those times. Listen to the word that God has for this house while we're together, if you would. But, uh, again, I, I do say, again, all those who are doing that, many groups partnered up. People's got together. So that's exciting. Amen. That's really super exciting as a pastor to know that our people are in God's word on a daily basis. I love it. That's my heart. Amen. Well, let's do this. We're going to jump back in today to the Why series, and um, you're going to be seeing, if you register for an Ask Me Why t-shirt, you'll be seeing those real soon, and um, I'm excited about that. That's going to be cool. It's going to create some amazing conversations, and it's going, to, it's going to be a great opportunity to share Jesus and talk about, again, why we believe what we believe. And so, it's what this series has been about. Um, and today, we're going to do this. We're going to, if you've looked at one of the things I've been kind of like pointing you to is each week is that we've uh, been spending some of our time in this series, not all of it, but some of our time we've been spending in looking at our statement of faith as a church. And like, you know, again, what we believe. I mean, how many know it's important what you believe? Come on. And why you believe it. And man, it's so important. So one of those things that uh, we believe, if you look at our statement of faith, or you can learn more about this, again, come to a faith track. And, uh, but why we believe what we believe? Because what we're going to see in just a moment, that these are elementary principles of Christ, is what this text says today. These are things that we need to know, and these are things that we need to have a foundation for. And so these are the things that we build on. And so one of the things that we believe uh, in, again, our statement of faith and as a church um, is, the, is, is in resurrection and judgment. <laughs> in resurrection and judgment. I'm just going to first of all read from our statement of faith about what we believe. Then we'll just break it down today in a, in a quick uh, couple of point ways. But this, it says this, resurrection and judgment. We believe in the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. The resurrection of both the saved and the lost. Those who are saved will be resurrected to eternal life, and those who are lost to the resurrection of eternal damnation. Both the saved and the lost will appear before God. Man, I know now, today we're not going to do this. We're not going to take time, go into timelines about the breakdown of how this all unfolds. Um, I would encourage you, if you missed any of the 7 and Revelation series, go back where we go into those things and we look at and we see where we believe the tribulation falls, rapture of the church, second coming, the millennial reign, then judgment. We, we see all those things of how that unfolds. But today I want to kind of like zero in on what we see is at the end. Now, it's kind of uh, interesting to me, just as a pastor who's, who gets up and shares with you each week. It's interesting to me that we're at the beginning of the year and God has me talking about things that are happening at the end. Now, but again, it's just how he put it on my heart, lays it on my heart, because I, I believe we can do this. I, I believe we can have a tendency towards, in a new year, just looking towards what we can get in that year. Oh, it's quiet. There's, I know we're, we're few and far between right now. But come on, come on, help me. Amen. All right, I, I know we have a ten, and again, I, I, I'm nothing wrong with that. I believe again, man, God's going to do some amazing things, even though right now it started off tough for some. I, I've, I'm thankful today my voice is kind of back and able to speak and kind of already made it through all the crazy and I, feeling better this morning. I know some of you out there, you're battling that right now and you're, you're struggling. You're like, man, I'm just trying to make it through 22. All right. 
But I want us this morning to not just get caught up in, zeroed in on what just is going to happen this year. Because we need to be mindful of what's going to take place in the end. And so I, I want us this morning, we're going to break this down in just two headings. Is all it's going to be, not three points, just two. I know, come on. Just two points this morning on January 2nd, 2022. Two, two main points today that we're going to look at. And the first one is this. I want to look at the resurrection. All right. Now, when we hear this is not for us in this church, this is not a word that's new to you. All right? I mean, not if you come to faith renewed, if you're part of this house. The resurrection and that word is not a new, new word to you. You've heard that word often. Um, it's a part of what we believe is truth, man, of the good news of Jesus, man, that Jesus, the one who gave his life for us, died in our place for our sin, who we celebrated these last couple of weeks of coming to earth in the form of a person named Jesus, that we believe this, again, that he gave his life. So we use word, talk about the word, celebrate the fact that we when Jesus came and gave his life, he resurrected. Amen? Come on. I mean, how many of us are serving a living God this morning? Amen? He's living and active this way. Give him a praise offering right now. You at home, put your hands together. Come on. And make your neighbors hear it. Come on, shout so loud your neighbors can hear it. Amen? But this morning, I, as we look at this word resurrection, it's not within the context of Jesus being resurrected. It's a use in a different way, and we're going to see scripturally. Again, there's a lot of uh, scripture today, a lot of text, and uh, Carl's coming up to be part of our, he leads our AV, AV side of things, and he was putting all the stuff in uh, into our, our, our easy, work, our power, what is it now we have, we're using? Pro presenter, yeah, we're high tech right here now. Right, and putting in pro presenters so that you at home can see those verses, so that those in-house can look to the screen. And he was like, man, there's a lot of Bible. What verses did you not use this, this week, uh, Pastor? And so I told him, I said, man, I'm going to be honest. I, I actually had to take a lot out. Come on, to, to kind of make it fit for today. So again, we're going to read through a lot, look at a lot today. But again, as we see these things, we're not talking about the resurrection of Jesus. We're talking about the resurrection of the dead. Now, this is wild because as we see in our text this morning, just straight from our text, straight from what we read in Hebrews, we see six things, six foundational things that should be part of as Christians, as believers, as those who have come apart, become a part of the way of Christ, who, who have accepted him and trusted him. It says that these are just foundational things that we're going to grow and build on. Now, this is a six. I'm going to read through this quickly. Uh, repentance from dead works. I mean, just be a part of what we do and build on faith towards God. The doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, believing that in this church. Of re and, and we look at verse number five, it says it's the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Now, if this, if this is like you paid January 2nd, 2022, to be the first time to come to Faith Renewed or to tune in, you're like, man, what am I, what am I talking about, the resurrection of the dead, dog? I mean, it, is, it sounds like a bad title for a B-horror movie, amen? The Resurrection of the Dead. And, uh, but again, if this is your first Sunday, welcome to Faith Renewed, amen? We, just, we go to the Bible, amen? But I, I, again, I wanted you again to make sure we don't get caught up in just in this whole 22 thing, just what we're going to get caught up in, just what we can have in 2022. I want us to be ready for the end. Now, we see something here. I believe this. When we look at Scripture, Scripture, what this does for us, this helps us understand that when we look at the text here, it helps us understand that thankfully, all that there is today is not all there is. 
come on. Anybody else thankful that this is not all that there is? This is not as good as it gets. Come on, this is not the, as, as good as things can go. This is, this is not it. It's showing us something eternal that will come in the end. So again, from our statement of faith, we learn again that we believe the resurrection, both the saved and the lost, it will come and be resurrected. Now, why do we believe this? We believe this because we look at Scripture. And as we see Scripture, we see this taught, I mean, from early on in Scripture, we'll look at an Old Testament passage in a moment, but we see where Jesus taught this. And again, we're going to hit a lot of verses quickly. So John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29, red letters. Do not marvel at this, Jesus speaking, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Man, ain't that awesome? Amen. Just as he spoke Lazarus' name and Lazarus came forth out of the grave. Again, we're going to see an eternal resurrection. Again, we know Lazarus left us again, and he, he's waiting on this time as well. But again, he will, each will come, and they will come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life. To those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Now, you got to remember that this was a time when this was being taught. There was a group of people who they were called the Sadducees. If you ever, anybody's ever heard of the Sadducees, Pharisees, you ever heard those names in, in Scripture? You know what I'm talking about. Sadducees, they didn't believe in the immortality of the soul and the resurrection of the body. So, like, if you're wondering, like, how can I keep those different? This is how I learned it growing up. The Sadducees were sad, you see. Um, <clears throat> Come on, my kids, pastors, and yeah, y'all thank y'all, man. Yeah, the, the Sadducees were so sad, you see, uh, because they believed, man, that this was it. Like, dude, that, like, seriously, this is, this is tough to me to think that this is as good as it gets. That this is all there is. That, man, like, we, go, we live, if you're Betty White, for a long time, 99 years, man. You know, you live for 99, and then, then, you're, then you leave, or however, nine years, 79, whatever that is, you leave this earth, and that's all there was? No, no, we believe, again, that there's going to be this time, there's going to be a resurrection of the dead, all who have, all who have gone on before us. Uh, I, I, again, we see Jesus speaking it. We see the writer of Acts, I believe Luke, speaking this in Acts 24, verse 15. I have hope in God. And this is, we have hope in this, which they themselves also accept that there will be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. Now, th this is why, again, for us, uh, or I say for, for believers, for Christians, for those who are saved and who have put their faith and hope in Christ, this is great news for us. Come on, amen? Anybody believe this? Amen. That this is, this is great news for us. This means for me and you, we have everlasting life. We have everlasting life. This is what this does. So that means with Christ, we learn that we will never die, but without him, we cannot live. Amen. So with Christ, man, we cannot die. So, so today, any, if you have a loved one, you have someone close to you who knew Christ, man, today there is more, there are more alive today than they've ever been. Then they're more alive today than what you experienced and walked with them on this earth. And again, this was a tough year. Well, that last year was a tough year. It's a new one. But man, again, we, we lost folks that we love. But this is good news for us today. And it's good news for me and you who are 
have put their faith in Christ. We cannot die. We, we will live eternally with him. I cannot. You, and it's just like today, man, it just does something in my heart. I'm not just thinking about 2022. 2022, you know what it's going to do? It's going to do what 2021 did. Bam. It seemed like it was just no time ago, man. We were singing and celebrating. It came up in my, my timeline, a time hop or whatever you call it. We're again, what we were celebrating last year. And I started looking at us dancing around. Like, man, it felt like that was yesterday. Celebrating 2021 coming onto the scene. But you know something? 2022 is going to go just as quick if the Lord tarries. And this is what's going to happen, though, man. For us, we live forever in Christ. This is good news. Daniel prophesied. We see it early on in Daniel chapter 12, verse 2. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Some to everlasting life. Some to shame and everlasting contempt. Man, we see where, again, Paul teaching this hard. If, you, if, you, if you're coming to our, our first Corinthians study on, on Wednesday nights, we're going to get here uh, to chapter 15 in about three years. Um, and, uh, but no, but if, if, in chapter 15, verses 42 through 44, so also is the resurrection of the dead. Paul was dealing with this, man, teaching this stuff, getting this in early, that the body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. Ooh, come on. Amen. It is sown in dishonor and is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness and is raised in power. It is sown a natural body and is raised a spiritual body. This is awesome. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. That's that there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. We've learned a couple weeks ago, man, that we should steward both well. Amen, that we should take care of both. But we have and will have one day a glorified body. Now, I, I don't know exactly how all this is going to look when that time comes. I know it's going to be awesome. Amen, it's going to be better than what it is. And we can't even begin to process how good that will be. But there will be a resurrection. When we, again, talk about the resurrection of Jesus, this is what we know. He, he came forth. He came back. He, he ate after he came back. I'm, I'm excited about that. Amen. He, he ate. We also see where it appears. Again, doesn't make it crystal clear that that's what he says. But it appears that he actually walked through closed doors. That's pretty awesome. Amen. I think that's pretty neat. Amen. But, but we will have, according to what Scripture says, we will be resurrected from the dead. We will come back to life for eternity. Now, we're going to see in just a moment, we're going to look at what Scripture says, I believe clearly, that the moment we leave here, we're going to come before God. All right? But there will be a moment in time, and again, this is at the end, when it's all said and done, that there will be this resurrection of dead, not no walking dead, horror movie, weird, crazy, nobody growling, no, no, none of that. None of, this is going to be, um, again, an amazing time for the believer because he said it over and over and over, that, man, for those who are just, those who have placed faith in Christ, we are raised to eternal life. We are raised to eternal life. Now, again, I know if this is like, man, I've never heard a whole lot of teaching on the resurrection of the dead. I haven't heard that term a lot. This may be a lot, of hard, a lot to process today, all right? I don't want you to get caught up on all just those term, terms, all right? But I do want you to focus on the fact, again, that there's eternity. Next day, all right? 
there's eternity because the second thing that we see and what we believe, this resurrection of the dead, resurrection that, we, that will happen, will lead us to the place of judgment. Number two. Hebrews 9, 9.27 says it this way, and it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. Now, this is what we know. We will all be judged. It's just, a, it's, I just believe it's just truth. Now, uh, years back, it was just kind of like it became this big cool saying and people got tats and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's like, man, only God can judge me. You know, it was like it was like the deal, man. You know, and it was like only He can judge me, and and, and I'm like, yes, yeah, He will. Me too, us, all of us. He's going to judge us. So this is what I want us to zero in on this morning, and look at. I mean, like as serious as we can look at what we're about to see here, and as we read what we're about to read. And so, um, again. The other, it's going to last a while, a lot of process, but this for us is going to come to place again where we, we see Jesus face to face, where we stand before him. Now, again, a lot said on this. Uh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 and 37. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account on it in the day of judgment. Everything, bro? So, again, for us, the severity of this, again, for every person. Again, verse 37, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Yeah, and it, by what we say. So this is how we believe, again, according to Scripture, again, that if we confess with our mouth and believe in him, believe in Christ, confess with our mouth. He's saying here that again that when we put faith in Christ, when we call on him as Father and Lord, our words matter. Again, someone's like, man, no big deal what I say. It is a very big deal what we say. It's a very big deal what we confess with our mouth and what we believe in our heart. So again, we make positive confession. We confess our sins to him. We confess him as Lord. We confess him as God and King of all kings. This is what we see, but this is what we know. After the resurrection of the dead, there will be a judgment. Now, the, according to Scripture, this is what we see. We see a judgment for believers and a judgment for unbelievers. Now, this is important that we understand this because the Greek, like English, uh, it uses two words when we see this word judge. It's used in two different senses, in two different ways here. One we will see that it is used as a word of condemnation. You ever been judged by a judge? I'm talking about the one who sits up there and who has the gavel and who's like hits it and, and, and like, again, you're like, what he's about to say holds, holds everything. What he's about to declare, what that judge is about to say, it, it, again, if you've been in a tough situation, you've been on the, the, the bad side of those things, man, it, it, you may not have liked what you heard. For the unbeliever, for those who have not put faith in Christ, we will be judged in that first sense. It's tough. So, so this is like this is like so serious. This, again, this is bigger than 2022. This is bigger than first Sunday of the year. This goes so much further and beyond that. This is what we see, but we also see this that there will be a, a, a judgment for the believer. 
Now, it's a different format. Now, we're going to see in just a moment there will be used words like the judgment seat of Christ, the Bema seat. These are words that were used by like judges who are judging an Olympic game. And then those judges see this and then they do this. They give the reward. So think for a second. So now for the believer, this is a contrast of this death and life. Eternal life, eternal death, hope with, it, with the Father, no hope without him. A, a judgment coming to the unbeliever that for them, man, everything. For, for some, I mean, I don't know how they got by with that. They, they, I can't believe, man, they got away with that. Listen, nobody's going to be able to get away with it. Nobody. Please understand that he is a just God, and he is a God who will do this. He will judge in light of what happens. And again, for the unbeliever, everything. That's where justice is served. So, I mean, there's no justice in this system. This, there is justice, and it will be served. And it's a sad thing for the unbeliever because in this moment, when you come into that time frame, when you come into that place of judgment, it's too late for anything else. I wanna, this, is like, this is how like Scripture just showed us that this is foundational stuff, that we build on this, that this should be like just part of our, our mindset, that this is just we've placed full belief in this ha- is going to happen. That for the unbeliever, man, that they have, or for them, there is no, it will be too late in that moment. There's no like, I'm, you know, some, some religious systems believe, man, we can pray I'm out of that. No. That man, maybe they they can go work for a little while and earn back, and so that's that's no, not according to what we see in scripture. Now I'm I'm gonna go through this quickly, but we'll see leading up to again that great white throne judgment is what the judgment for the unbeliever will come bow before. We see this in Revelation. Revelation 19, first of all, we see where the uh, the beast and the false prophets. If you if you may remember Revelation series, man, good stuff. It says this in verse 20. Then the beast was captured. And with him, the false prophet who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image. To my justice being served, this is what happens. Those two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Drop down to verse, chapter 20, verse 10. The devil's going to get his too. Then the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beasts and the false prophets are. So again, we see the order of the flow of how that happens. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Verse 11, then I saw a great white throne and him who sat upon it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. (laughs) And books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire, and this is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Again, without redemption of Christ, this is the judgment that we'll face. This is, the, this is the fact that, they, again, this is the way that they'll be judged. No longer hope for them. Uh, but good news this morning. Where's the good news, Pastor? Right here. Good news is Christians, we don't have to face that judgment. 
That's not how we'll be judged. Justice will be served in that moment, but the severity of that, I hope it does something for us in 2022. I hope, man, as we read the scripture and as we spend time in word and as we make room, man, so well done, worship team, as we make room for him in 2022, as we go this direction, as we're making room, that we don't just get focused on us in 2022. I, I hope, man, we grow in God, and I hope, man, we get so fired up, and I hope we see an outpouring of God's Spirit unlike anything we have ever encountered before in this house. Amen? That's what I'm believing for. But I hope, man, for not one moment do we get caught up on just us. Because every unbeliever will face that judgment. And I believe if we could just smell it, just the smell of what hell will be like, just one glimpse of what it will be like, then it should drive me and you to witness like we've never had before in 2022. I'm talking about, man, get fired up about the gospel, sharing Jesus, telling others about him because, man, this is what we'll see. I don't believe, and there's no way that, there, that the scripture will ever be able to paint the picture fully and we'll ever be able to understand of how bad hell will be. But the good news is this, man, it'll never also be able to paint the picture of how good heaven's going to be. For the believers, amen. Because there is another judgment according to scripture that we'll see that the judgment seat of Christ, the beam of seat, again, where the rewards are handed out, this is what we see clearly a distinction in scripture. It goes on as we look at scripture, man. This was just a common term that was used in this day. This, this was a word that they would use. And, and it said, Corinthians 5 10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body. Body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. You know, it means this, that we'll be, we'll be judged and, and we will be rewarded for our faithfulness. Now, I think it's important, man, because that we understand, again, this is why this should be foundational, again, what Paul says here. Because we know this as believers, again, it's none of those things that earn us our salvation, all right, Amen. Aren't you? Th I'm thankful, man. That is that you. There's not things that you can do to earn salvation. All right, it's a gift to us. But I don't want us to ever, for one moment, to think, man. God hasn't given us that gift to sit on and do nothing with. I don't want for one moment that we ever believe, man, that grace gift that was given to us, that he and his love and grace poured that out to us and salvation came to us, that, man, we're just supposed to sit on it until we get to heaven. That is not, man, in no way anything that we see. So we'll see this. We will be rewarded. We'll be given what we see according to Scripture, man, by how well we served, how well we loved God. How well we loved others, the room that we made for him in our life, the faithfulness, how well we gave, how much we gave towards him, how we walked in the spirit, didn't fulfill the lust of life. Man, oh, is that work salvation? No, I'm saved. But we will see a reward come. And again, not for one moment can we ever, man, begin to think, man, compare that to some type of earthly reward. It, it, it cannot. Again, heaven is, is, is greater than anything we can ever wrap our minds around how good this is going to be. But there will be a time where, again, where the unbeliever will be judged. They will be judged. And where the believer will also be judged and rewarded and given those good gifts. Now, I've just meant I want everything God has for you. 
I just do, man. It's my heart that I want everything that God has for you, that you encounter God in that light. And again, I don't know exactly how it will unfold in heaven, what all that looks like. I, I believe, again, those rewarding those gifts, we're going to be like, man, that's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. And man, we're going to celebrate it. But again, none of those things for us becomes a focal point. The greatest reward is Jesus, and, and we get him. But what we should do is what we see in Scripture. Man, we should go after work good. Is that how Ephesians 2 about the salvation that came to you by that grace through faith? He said he created you for those works, and those works matter. Psalm 62, 12. Also to you, O Lord, uh, belongs mercy as you render to each one according to his work. Jesus said it like this, Matthew 16, 27. For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Man, he's going to reward us according to what we've done for him. Ephesians 6, 8, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Now, this is amazing because you'll hear words people say like, man, well, that's not fair. Or that's unfair. This is not fair. That's, I, mean, I tell you what's not fair. Grace is not fair. Come on. That's what's not fair. That's what for me blows me away that, man, God's going to do this. But he does this for us, that grace gift that we've been given. He wants us now to flow and to work so that one day we receive the rewards that he has. And again, nothing even close. I mean, I, if you got some sweet gift for Christmas, man, I pray that's awesome. Amen. Not even close to what, man, God's going to give you. And so, again, we see him bringing all this together. But this is what we see in Revelation. Again, the ending where it all comes together, where it all is sealed. Revelation chapter 22, verses 12 and 13. Jesus says this. He said, and behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me. What's the reward? What's the greatest reward that we can encounter, man? Now, again, not the crowns, not the jewel, not any of those things, man. The greatest reward that we receive, he said, behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me. To give everyone according to his work, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Whew. Man, I want you, if you would, just stand with me, please. And this morning, oh, man, I, I'm going to be honest. This is like for me, again, well, I know a lot of folks battling sickness and a lot of folks unable to be with us in house. I prayed this week, and I was like, God, what do we need to do? Do we, we, we you know, cancel? Do we do online only? I just... I don't know. I tell you one of the things that helped me make my decision. This is, this is what helped me make my decision this week when I prayed. And what God kept stirring in my heart. The seriousness this morning of the subject that I'm speaking of. And I'm like, and it was just, and again, I know God and his sovereignty will get to who he needs to get to. But I'm like, man, God, who are you calling this house to minister to? Who are you calling us to reach? And God, if this is the day that you send them through the doors, I'll cancel that. 
this is the day like they're, they're, they clicked on, they saw somebody share the live stream and they turned on and you're watching right now. And then this guy's talking about up on stage, man, that there's going to be a resurrection of the dead one day. And you're like, man, what is this stuff? And as you kept listening, you kept, you, you kept hearing that there's going to be a judgment time come. That helped drive my decision. That for you and for me, for every one of us, we will bow before a holy God one day. Listen, I don't take that lightly. Neither does God, and neither should you. And if you've been in this room right now, God sent you by today. Again, whether you're, you're part of this service every week, your first time, or you've clicked on the live stream for the first time, or you're a part of this house. Listen, I'm going to ask you to do something right now. Bow your heads, close your eyes. And as you do this right now, I want you to ask, just say, Holy Spirit, right now, what are you saying to me, God? <laughs> what are you saying to me right now in this moment? And this is what I want us to make sure that we understand this morning. We're not the ones who get to set the standard of what this should look like. We're not the judge, and we're not the one who gets to decide whether we're good enough or whether we've done enough good things. So many people believe, man, that if I'm good enough or if I do enough good things, then listen, I won't have to be, I won't have to be judged in that first judgment. That God's going to reward me and give me all those good gifts because I've done so much. He's, because I've been so good. Listen, the standard is perfection. That's it. <laughs> the standard is perfection. There's only one who came to this earth, gave his life, and died. Scripture says, without sin. It was the Lamb of God. It was Christ, the one who came to take away the sins of the world. And so for us this morning, first off, I want to get this settled. How incredible would it be January, first Sunday of this new year, to you, for you to get settled in your heart that, man, I am saved. I have, I have, have come to Christ. I've been redeemed. I don't have to be judged in that first judgment when I leave this earth and when he comes back. Listen, I want you to get it settled this morning. Because this is what sin does. Sin separates us from a holy God. But what I love is we see this and pinned so beautifully in the book of Psalm, chapter 103, verse 12. It says that it is far as the east is from the west. So far he removed our transgressions from us. Oh, man. So listen, it's not your good works to get you saved. It's those good works we do because we're saved. But listen, this is how it comes. This is how it happens. And how beautiful would it be right now on this first Sunday, watching at home, maybe as you're by yourself, maybe your family gathered around a television set or around a computer screen. Listen, wherever you may be, in this room, at home, wherever you're watching from right now, today is a day by what we speak and what we say. Again, we understand and trust and believe the confession, salvation is made by what we call, who we call on. And today, that's Christ. As heads are bowed, eyes are closed. I want to ask you, first of all, this morning, are you sure? As if you're already there. You have, has this been settled in your heart that heaven's going to be your eternal home? If it is, I'm going to ask you just to do something for a moment before we take a step, go any further in this service right now. If, man, heaven is your home, right there where you're standing today, would you lift up both hands to heaven? Right there where you're watching that this morning, would you just begin to lift up both hands to heaven and thank him for that gift of salvation? When it was grace, <laughs> 
It was grace. It was a gift, and it was unfair, but he gave it to you. He loves you so much. Father, we thank you for salvation, Lord. We thank you for salvation, God. Lord, I pray that any person right now in this room, watching there at home right now, who isn't able to in this moment lift up praise to you and thank you for this gift, that this is the day of salvation for them, Lord. If you need to surrender your life to Christ, right there, so others are worshiping and rejoicing. You can join in with that. You can join in with heaven as those who come to Christ, those who put their faith and hope with him. You can join in a celebration in this room, and you can join in the celebration of heaven right now when you call on God, when you accept him and put your hope and faith and trust in him. Yeah, so Father, we surrender all to you, Jesus. That's you this morning. Click, click on there. Let us know. Comment below. Let us know how we can be praying for you. Man, we're so thankful God connected you to this house this morning. And today, if that's you, just say, God, I come to you. I call on you. I know I need you. And I believe today in the good news and the gospel of Jesus that I can have life in him. And I put full faith, full hope, full trust in you and you alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And right now, listen, as we get ready to close this service out, I want to close it out in two ways. I want us as a family just to pray for all those who are sick, all those who need healing in their bodies. And also, if you have a need in your life, we want to pray for you as well. So as the worship team sings and closes out this service in this last song, listen, if you need prayer for any reason at all, you can step out. You can come to one of our prayer team, and we would love to pray with you. We'd love to pray for you. But this morning, listen, if this is your heart, if you're thankful for salvation, if you want to use every, every ability and gift that he's given you so that one day again you can receive every reward he has for you, I just want you on this first Sunday of 2022 to say, God, I lay it all down. I give it all to you today. And I put full hope, full trust, full faith in you, Jesus. And use me today, Lord. Yeah, use me today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. If you know Christ, if he's the Lord of your life and you, you're following him, take these last few moments, worship the Lord, give him praise, honor him. Say, God, use every gift you've given me. Say, God, you use every talent you've placed in me. Yeah, lay it all down. Give it to him this morning. Surrender it all to him. And let's pray. Let's remember those who aren't able to be with us right now. Let's spend time praying for our family, those that we love. Thank you, Father. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.